Okay, welcome to the podcast. We are live from two uh, remote locations. Dill, where are you? In some sort of closet. Castle Dill Chambers in uh, Chatswood. It's very nice. You've got the turtles up there. You've got turtles, I bit of see. Iron Man, bit of Rondo, signed basketball. Couple of... you wa- you're welcome. Yeah, thank you for that. And uh, yeah, nice. And uh, got some basketball figurines. Not many um, NFL players or NFL-related content here, except that jersey, which is disgusting. You can take it off at any time. Well, I do have NFL-related content, content, and it's all uh, sitting in your studio. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not leaving either. So it's mine, and I'm taking it. You keep that well, Larry Fitzgerald bobblehead. He's all yours. He needs a list. He needs some super glue, but uh, yeah, different look this week. I'm uh, I've got an audience with me. I've got my friend Mike, who's from England, and then also Liam, who's taking photos of me. He's from Ireland. Uh, where, foreigners. And where are you, Mullen? Uh, I'm at the beautiful Wombrel uh, Beach. We've just got a lovely house here. So, and uh, but first things first, I think we need to virtually. Uh, well, I might have to go and grab one then. Oh, for fuck's sake! Excuse Two weeks in a row. Excuse me, it's shocking. I know. All right. Well, uh, let's get let's just get straight into it. No, no new sponsors. Even though Mike works for Woolworths um, and Liam's a recruiter here, uh, I've I pitched it to them. Uh, they're uh, yeah, um, they have no interest at the moment, so it's, got, it's going to be illegal. The sponsorship email inbox, and it's still empty. Still empty. Okay, so we'll just uh, we'll just keep moving on. Uh, a big shout out to our friend Laurie, who's got his little startup show on some Facebook page. He's really get, really trying hard. He reached out after the show, saying thanks for the support and thanks for everyone to tuning in. Um, ESPN, ESPN. I think I can't remember the channel. It's Spanish or something. ESPN Deportes. I think he's on. Yeah, yeah. So look, um, the ESPN Australia Facebook page. Hit Laurie up. Uh, it's a great little show they've got there. Good luck to him. I wish them well. Good on them. It's fun throwing questions out. Go for it. Yeah, but uh, let's get straight into uh, week four. So we're kind of merging the week four recap now. We we sort of did the game and then we did the fantasy, but kind of was one thing anyway. Mitch got the shit, so let's just we'll just chuck into one. You guys all know NFL anyway, so we don't really need to tell you what happened during the week. You should be paying attention. Yeah, that's right. So let's get straight into it, shall we? Um, Where you want to start? Oh, God, I really... Right at the top of your list. Well, at the top of my list is my game against Jason. Exactly. Which is, which is That's just... What I'm you want to start with it? I, th- I don't know. I think this is probably the worst score of the season, 58 points by myself. Yeah, he smoked you. 100%. He smoked you real good. Mix and tore it up at 36 points, like... Can't do much about that. I mean, he had Chubb and Julio leave the game injured. Um, and then, of course, freaking uh, Golladay and Stafford were going to come back and hurt you. Yeah, my boy my boy Stafford. Just as I predicted, Mark Andrews had a absolute blinder of a day against Washington. Um, so, you know, your, your squad is pretty average uh, across the board. Uh, yeah, my – I mean – Jarvis Landry threw a touchdown. That's something. Yeah, the juice. Yeah. Kelsey had 70 yards, but... Uh, Seven points, not not good enough. Matt Prater, not much either. He just... Uh, no, you know, that was, uh, was, it was pretty average from you this week. Yeah. Um, I, um, but, I picked up Dalton Schultz. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah. 
he went all right uh, on the bench. <laughs> 13 points. He's played on my best yeah. scorers. And I do I do have something to make you feel better, though. Well, What's that? All right. So I went back through history and I went to find the lowest scores we've ever had. So, sorry, is this like a – are we going back there already? Yeah, let's do it. Go on. We're going back already. So there's only been four times that there's been a score under 40. So I thought I would take you through the, the worst four scores in league history. Christ. Un- unfortunately, you have two of them. <laughs> but – Including this one? But it's not – no, not including this. This one you got, what, 50-something? 50, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so these are all under 40. So coming in at fourth was you in 2016, week 14, with 39.4. Coming in at third was you last year in week 12 with 35.54. Fuck. Then in second, Laurie in 2015 with 35.2. And our champion of lowest score in any given Monday history, Jeremy, last season in week tw- week thirteen with thirty five point oh six points. So wow, wow, yeah, that was pretty bad. But like you know, hats off to Jace, hundred and fifteen points. That's, yeah, that's, that's a biggie. He smoked you. But um, not so good for uh, old mate Chubby. Oh no, it looks like that. Uh, that trade's kind of come up a bit, a bit of roses for you now. Everything's coming up Millhouse. Yeah, <laughs> that, uh, finally. I, I, I had a feeling. Yes, I got, I suffered last week, but uh, wow, thank the Lord. <laughs> well done. Yeah. On, uh, on having an opposing player injured. Well done. And uh, let's let's go to your game now. The uh, the vinegar strokes took down the eyebrows. Yeah, it's it a, very. Uh, did, did not see that coming. Sixty five measly just points. Snuck in there. It was it was a trash matchup. As Laurie mentioned in the chat, he got five points from Eckler, Lockett, and Ridley combined. Um, Ridley missed all his targets. Eckler left hurt. Lockett just wasn't involved as much. At least he had CD. Had a few touchdowns and. Uh, and I thought that Mo Ali Cox TD was gonna gonna seal it for Laurie, but big eighteen points from Magic Mike was kind of my lone bright spot. But the rest of the team were average enough to squeak through. Yeah, it's a shame he didn't start Antonio. <laughs> it's just what a what a gem on the bench. Yeah, well, he had him as his uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire replacement in case that game didn't happen. So um, I guess he was he was hoping that yeah. game didn't happen. Yeah, what what a dis what a shame! He yeah, had such potential there. Um, and just looking through else, yeah, everyone else just really shut the bread. Um, oh well, yeah. Let's just you know hope he has a better week on his show. You know, the young fellow, he's got to he'll do well. He'll, he'll get there. He'll, he'll bounce back. And then uh, who saw this one? Mitch taking down the snake. The rook powering over Jimmy. One hundred twenty three points. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a quiet day. And 40 points from his starting running backs. Alan Robinson is finding some, you know, chemistry there with Nick Foles. He's only going to score better. He could scored 16. Dak threw for over 500 yards. Yeah, And had four passing touchdowns to score 37. What about Todd Gurley? I'm loving him at Atlanta. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like there's not as much pressure on him in Atlanta yeah. uh, to, to carry the entire offense because they got yeah. a, lot of, a lot of good wide receivers there, but, I mean, they can't win a game. But. Well, he had, I mean, he had a sweet 18 points there, and both, I mean, both his running backs were beautiful for him. Yeah, so. yeah they killed it. And Jimmy's team had a good week too. I mean, Russell had a, a little bit of a down week. Um, yeah. But, you know, Davis and Jones were great, combined for 34. McKinnon was good with 15, but his wide receivers and tight end just let him down. Yeah. Poor Marvin Jones. <laughs> there, but... Um, and then uh, moving on to Graham. Sending Cav to 0-4. Yes. Yeah, when was the last time that was done? Stand up Graham's Vikings. That's that's how that was done. Cook yeah. and Thielen combined for about 45 points. Yeah. Will Fuller had over 100 yards and a touchdown. Crowder scored in double digits. Um, so with all that, G could kind of afford a bit of a down week from Patrick Mahomes. and. Yeah. He's but- tight end, Ingram. Yeah, pretty uh, much nothing. But yeah, but, and then his kicker was shit, and so were the Bears. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, Cav had you know Aaron Rodgers and Devil Singletary were great. Stefan Diggs was great, but the rest of his squad were just mediocre, and you know, no touchdowns for Sanders and Taylor, despite decent showings, was you know, killed yeah. him as well. Yeah, and starting Randall Cole. I mean, how old's Randall now? Forty, <laughs> seventy-eight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. He's getting up there. Um, and then uh, Jakey, he is uh, not having a very good time with myself, yes, but I've won a game. I mean, but he, he, he got a swift smack. He did get a swift smack. I mean, poor, poor Jakey was hurt by losing Derrick Henry this week. And uh, then the rest of his team decided to take the week off as well. <laughs> Except for Lamar with 25 and obviously Beckham with 33. It was amazing. Um, yeah. But... You know, Matt Ryan was a bit of a poor choice by Jeremy in hindsight, but Kareem Hunt killed it with 19, and all three of his receivers are in double digits. And Cooper Cup is uh, the spectacled one, the the kicker Rodrigo Blankenship killed it as well. And just might I add, what a fantastic profile photo he has on NFL.com. <laughs> just... Rodrigo, he doesn't. Does he look like a Rodrigo? No, he looks like he should be in IT though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so, but, um, yeah, what was the other thing I just saw? Why would he start Rex Burkhead? I mean, surely that was just a fluke the other week. Like, What else What else is he going to play? Who else is he going to play? He didn't really have many options. Yeah, well, yeah, with Derek Henry being on the bye week, fourth yeah. bye week, but anyway, and Snelly, but fuck. Yeah. So it was, that was tough for Jake, but then's the breaks. And then the uh, undefeated, undisputed champion so far. Ryan's, Ryan's monster of a team just put 125 points. If Frank even scored over 100, but didn't, he had a big day from Kittle. Um, you know, there's a few teams, a few players in his team scoring double digits, but Ryan had, you know, 20 plus games from Gordon and Cooper. You know, yeah. the the two QBs in the matchup, you know, essentially cancelled each other out with 15. But, you know, Ryan's kicker and defence both scored in double digits as well. So it's kind of hard to beat. Do you think uh, he would, if he would have started Brady, he would have had a bit more of a 
it would have been a little bit closer. I don't think he would have won. I think no, it was just no. It's still Ryan. But, uh, Ryan Thirty-two points from Brady. That was huge. Five touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, loving so, that. Uh, the Tampa the Bay old offense. Brady. The old Brady's back. <laughs> the old Brady. Gronk didn't see much of it uh, as usual no. because he's old. But now that the other, the starting tight end, the other guy is out. Hopefully, not that I, I think I've dropped him this week anyway. So picked up someone who can get some get me some points. Oh, OJ Howard, he scored a touchdown, but then got hurt. I think. Well, know. that's what I mean. He's out. So yeah. you know, he he old Gronky might come in and uh, get some points, but uh, I'm not the other tight end. I've had I've had four weeks of that garbage. So, <laughs> but do you think it's safe to say that Ryan is the one to the front runner on this beat? season for sure? His team's just stacked. Well, I th- yeah, I mean, him and um, I thought that, you know, Mitch looked good, but do you think Mitch is going to keep going at this point? Yeah, I mean, he's got a good side, but, I mean, if just from top to bottom, Ryan's team is just looking so good. I mean, yeah. not only that, he's got, like, two really good rookie wide receivers in uh, Jerry Judy and uh, Chanel. They're yeah. just, they've been killing it. So he's he's got a deep team as well. Scary. Yes. Well, look, I, I expected bigger things from the snake, but um, there was no bite this week. Don't we all? But, um, but you know, and, and just moving to a segment that um, we love on the show here, it's uh, talking about the snake versus Mitch's matchup. Mitch's team names uh, has evolved again, obviously, has, with the, the new week. To, um, to his new matchup this week against myself. Yours truly. Um, do you want to, I'm, I've just pulled it up here. Do you want to talk us through what what we look what we're seeing? If, if I'm being honest, I was a little disappointed. Me too. I, um, I, I thought maybe I asked him to when we were at Cheers Bar on uh, on Monday, knocking back a few at six a.m. Um, I said I want you to go hard at me. Go. Hard. I want to hurt inside. And he was like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. And uh, was it was a little weak to be honest. Uh, he's got time. He got time to change it, Mitchell. Um, he's got time, but look, the the photo brilliant. But yeah, it's just uh, I'm a bit over. I'm a bit. I feel like we should call him now and sort of give him a bit of. You'll stick listen about to this, it. and he'll have a few few days to have a have a good hard look at himself. And you know what I'll do? You know what? My microphone's falling. I'm going to text him as we're talking. Okay. Um, and see what else he's got. Yeah. Um, I just, I'll just say this, bro. Let me put this down because I'm trying to hold my mic at the same time. Once again, great, um, great podcast. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> budget cuts, mate. Budget cuts. I'm trying to, um, bro, not happy with your name this week I might, uh, I might text Mullen too Mullen, please up you Mullen, please up your shut happy up. with your audio and your studio Dylan, audience making noise for some reason. Uh, I think I've put the fader down oh wait here he, he's still there I'm still here oh yeah he's still there sorry that just randomly blacked out that one point uh, I'll just go back to this text message bro not happy with your name this week please up your game ASAP exclamation mark um, eyes like this emoji. Yeah, yeah, I like okay. that. I like the eye rolling emoji. Yeah. So uh, scent. Let's just uh, 
we'll keep this going. I've sent it, so we'll just we'll keep the show going and we'll see what he happened. Yes, let's keep um, the show going, I've still, guys. I've still got the peanut gallery here talking soccer and yeah. um, football. And guess so. what? No one cares about Celtic. Get something. Whereas are they Irish, yeah. Scottish? Irish. One's Irish, one's English, and they talk about Liverpool and and how they got smoked by Aston Villa. Yeah, let's not go there. Let's okay. not turn into that podcast. Yeah, let's so. let's let's uh, keep it real. Yeah, exactly. So that that's kind of the week that was in our league. That's our recap. Um, that's our recap, and that was um, that was brought to you by no one because we don't have any sponsors yet. So yeah. jump on board. Uh, maybe that uh, maybe that Spanish show that Laurie works for. S- ESPN, ESPN supported. Yeah, they um, they seem like a good show. Brought to you by Alvin. Roof. Hey, did you bring us week four? Yes. It's my only oh, friend. Yeah. That happens. Um, it happens when you live in a cupboard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much what I'm doing right now. So um, side bets this week. What what do we have again? The one, the meat on bet. Beautiful. The meat bet. So the loser had to give up meat for 10 days. Uh, I messaged Laurie today uh, after I got the win. I said, you know, I mentioned it to my fiance, the, the meat bed, and she said to me, oh, I bet you couldn't go three days anyway. So it looks like I'm doing three days being a vego as well. Um, and Laurie said, well, you know, I did say 10 days, but I didn't say 10 days in a row. And I said, oh, you bitch, uh... you sneaky bitch." So we will see if he lives up to uh, to the bet uh, Laurie, or takes his little... Uh, Side way out of it. No, yeah, it has to be ten solid days in a row. It's got to be. Right? Surely you can do it. It's not like it's a month or anything. I want to know each night what he's having for dinner. Yeah, yeah. How's that caspican and broccoli? Yeah, I mean you can you can make it good. You can have you know a mushroom burger or margarita pizza. Yeah, so. yeah, something soft like that. Go for it. Yeah. Um, well, look, let's. Um, I, I'm not in the mood for side bets, obviously, because my team doesn't seem to score over 60 points, and there's not much point. Well, Laurie keeps Jake. doing side bets and keeps losing, so why, why can't you? <laughs> well, look, unless I play Jake, I'm not doing a side bet for a while. So. <laughs> but look, I'll, I'll entertain it. Come at me. We'll see what happens. Right. So, um, tips. What tips? Um, yeah. So um, you're six up now. Six up. I was four from six this week. You were three from six. Unfortunately, you picked Jake to beat Jeremy, and that did not pay off for you. Well, that was a sympathy bet. I I mean, that was a sympathy tip. I just wanted Jake to uh, still know. Let me just check. Yep, nothing from Jake as of yet on the um, socials or anything. There was a massive uh, blow-up during the week, which we're going to cover. We're going to cover some stuff on the socials. Um, but we still haven't heard from Jake in regard to the podcast. Um, he could be the guest that, uh, you know, could, could break the viewership. He just, just might come on and everyone wants to tune in to hear from him. Maybe that's his tactic, but, uh, let's get in. Let's, uh, let's open up and let me just, uh, suck at week five. Get into our week. week five tips. You want me to go first this week? Yes, I do. All right. Yeah. Well, let's start with. Poor old Mully taking on Ryan. Wow, awesome! Now I haven't set my line. Obviously, this is this is Tuesday night, and you know it's just switched over. I've got team, I've got players on buy, and 
you know, whatever, suspension for... I haven't had waivers yet this week. Whatever. Yeah, not that's going to help me. But, so um, I, I am picking Ryan to beat you. So am I. Surprisingly. I mean, yeah. stacked. His RBs are both RB1s. His wide receivers are both wide receiver ones. As I mentioned before, he's got Judy and Chenault. But Breeze isn't his old self, but he's still solid. Um, unfortunately for you, Kelsey and Watson are really the lone bright stars, though Thomas should be back this week, so... Well, yeah, look, I'm hoping Watson has a bit better game against Jacksonville, hopefully. Uh, but I'm also hoping that Josh Kelly has a good game. You know, I just Please, think... Bro, Josh Eccles Kelly out. and Drake have got to be due, right? 100%. And the fact that my mate Eckler is out for six weeks... Well, that's going to be huge for Kelly. Yeah. So, if he, you know, he's already, you know, he's already going to go up in value. Yeah. He well, just he, needs to Or you could trade him to... Bolster your team Who? a little bit. Just <laughs> anyway, so we'll see. Yeah, so we I think it's both safe to say we're both going for Ryan. So um yeah. Uh next up, uh Mitchell and myself. Yes. The Rook um, continues his run. Now I have Mitch to beat me. This was actually a toss up for me. I, I usually go straight against myself, but you know, I, I Tossed and turned, and but like I think Dak's probably a little bit ahead of Murray. But Mitch's running backs, are, are, even though they had, you know, they've had one week each of single digits, and the rest have been double digits, so they're pretty solid. And Robinson's only going to get better. Um, I've got Bell back this week, which is something. Um, but Devontae Adams, he would have been back, but he's on bye, so that's no help to me. Yeah, plus Mike Evans is questionable at this stage. So He'll for be you, fine. yeah. Look, I, I, again, I, I'm going to take I'm going to take the rookie as well. Yeah. I think um, uh, Dictator Dylan's league will will do the damage. I, I believe so. That's the team name. We we that. agree on that one. So right. this this one's a tough one. Sandy Cohen's eyebrows and uh, the real American heroes. I've got uh, I've got Cav to beat Laurie this week. Um, I'm what's guessing. Your what's guessing, your reasoning? What's that? What's your reasoning? I'm guessing there's no cam for Laurie. You know, COVID cam, so he's going to have to stream quarterback. Um, you know, even though Rogers is out on a buy for Cav, he's got Josh Allen to throw in there. But Taylor's getting lots of opportunities. Sanders getting lots of opportunities. Singletary looks great. I just think he's going to be too strong for Laurie's team, especially with Eckler out now. Yeah, I think I'm gonna to have to go with the eyebrows on this one. Um, it's gonna make a difference, but you know he he's he's got some depth there on, he, on his bench, and it'll be interesting to see who he plays. But I, I you know Laurie's a smart guy. He's on a startup show um, on that new channel, so I think you know he'll want to do for his viewers what you know what we do here. So I'll go for the eyebrows. But a point of difference, another, Which is another good. way for me to get further ahead of you. Sure. Um, so the snake versus hooks on a Thielen. I've got Graham to win this one. Hooked on a Thielen. Look, Jimmy's hurt. He's got Aaron Jones on a bye. Um, I think Graham's just too strong across the board and the Vikings are taking on a terrible Seattle defense. So, uh, Graham's cook and Thielen are just going to put up some points. So I've got Graham on this one. Yeah, me too. I hate to say it. I, uh, I do. Do you hate to say it? Well, I'm. 
Well, look, we haven't been talking. Um, we're going through a bit of a legal battle at the moment, just right. over the custody oh, of the name. Right so yeah. we're not really we're not really talking. So, but uh, I'm a big fan of the snake, um, and I thought he would he's going to do well. But uh, I'm going for Graham this week with you. And uh, far, you know what are we, Jakey, zero and four versus uh, Taco Bell. So I'm I'm actually picking Jake to win this one. To be frank, I think both 0-4 teams will uh, get their first W this week. I mean, I think Lamar's going to kill it against Cincy. He's got Derrick Henry back. You know, his wide receivers, Keenan Allen, Beckham have been killing it. I think Dobbins is going to get a lot more work this week than he did last week. Um, as long as Jake doesn't play the shell that was AJ Green, I think he'll be all right. Um, yeah, I uh, I agree with you. I'm going to go Jakey again. Um Mainly for the hope that he'll join the podcast and yeah. uh, and watch it. You know, it's good vibes sending it to him. <laughs> sending out vibes. But Frank has a good team. Elliot's going to do his thing. You know, Montgomery's getting work. Juju's back. But, yeah, I think it's time for Jake to get that W. Yeah, me too. And then rounding out the, the tips for this week is the final game, Jason versus the Smackers. I've got Jeremy to win this one. Jason's Jason's in big trouble this week. He's got Stafford yeah. and Golladay on bye. On a Chubb's bye, now yeah. on IR. Julio might miss the game. He left injured today. Um, all he's going to have is Mixon and Robinson to keep his team afloat. Um, Jez found the best week possible to play Jason, I think. Um, and I think for, for Jeremy, Ryan's going to bounce back. Hunt's now got the Cleveland backfield all to himself. And uh, Tyreek has found the end zone every week so far. So Jez for mine. And I agree. So that just makes the one differential. Just the one differential again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you just drop oh. a dog or something? No, I've, uh, I'm, I'm very precariously uh, planting my iPad that I've got my notes on, on top of a yeah. chair, and uh, that fell. Yeah, that's all right. I'm sort of, my arm is resting. So if I take my arm, that's oh, not, yeah, the microphone, this mic pole's moving. So. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're a tape together show this week. We're missing the studio <laughs> tremendously. So, well, that's uh, that's the tips for this week. Um, good luck to you, sir. Uh, cool. Hopefully, I can get one back because yeah. God knows I need it. You need it. We still don't have a bet yet, and it's uh, looking more and more likely that whatever it is, you'll have to do. I'm not shaving my head. Look at that glor- glorious mop. <laughs> maybe maybe that. the bet is is that you don't cut your hair. I'm fine with that. Till the start of next season. That doesn't sound like a punishment. <laughs> it's just glorious. Kate will hate me. Yeah. The boys think I've got a mullet here, but I don't, they're <laughs> once from England, once from Ireland. They're drunk anyway. Um. Well. Yeah. So let's let's just keep moving on before we turn to a hair show. Um. Let's. Uh, what are we doing for a guest this week? Oh. As we have done previously with uh, Zoom interviews, um, when we've been separated, we've uh, we've gone with a surprise guest. The last surprise guest was myself, and this week yeah. it's you. Oh wow! We're going That's to interview nice. Christopher Mullum. That's good, Chris Mullum. Well, this is your life. Been drinking a little bit, and um, chaps. Sorry, um, just just a freshie would be would be delicious. Uh, yeah. That that would have been Jimmy's role if I'd beat him. But you didn't, and uh, yeah, standing by. Jimmy will be in the studio next week. Next um, week, he's uh, he has his guest it. already locked in. 
He's pretty excited. He's, he's, he's um, so well, ready to go. But enough about Jimmy. This is about you. This is the Chris Mullum interview. Yeah, fantastic. Bring him. So, uh, welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having yeah. me. Now, how do you feel about your team? Take us, take us through, take us through your team and your draft. What were you thinking? Well, my draft, my draft day was was nice. I had, a, you know, a lovely bus ride down, the party bus, and um, everything was uh, going swimmingly. Um, I had high hopes. Um, swimmingly until you started drafting. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, do, I don't want to tell you. I don't know what, why they decided to shit the bed like they did. You know, Watson's fantastic. Yeah. You thought Kenyon Drake would be good. He just hasn't performed at all. No. Um, you know, so he he and Chubb were my yeah, they were my RB ones, and I've got rid of one thankfully because he's like injured now. Um, Kelly was a last minute sort of um, standby. <laughs> was a burp. Um, you know, Kelly was my afterthought that I picked up for a measly buck or something, whatever it was, but. I haven't had Michael Thomas. He's been he's been out, so he hasn't done anything. Michael Gallup has done. He's so up and down. It's not funny. Uh, you know, I luckily got Kelsey um, and picked up garbage the rest of the way. And it's just not much out there because we're a twelve man twelve man league, and I'm just I'm suffering. I'm saying that you know, do you think it's time to maybe start making some moves? I I just I don't know who's going to want to talk to me. So, ah, oh, thank you, Liam. Ah, oh, that, that's the lovely. Guest, the guest has a beer. That's um, and I bought some special um, special mugs today. <laughs> it's uh, Aaron Affair, and I uh, bought some for the lads as well, which is very quite nice. nice. So, what a lovely man you are. Thank you, darling. That's, pretty, that's delicious. <laughs> um, Mike's uh, whinging. He's a pom. So yeah, that's, that's part and parcel. Uh, uh, all right. So uh, your team's so look, not doing that great. Um, but look, let but, me just rem- let me just remind you, as I've done multiple times on the show, that even you had high hopes for my team as well. I did. On, I did. I, I didn't think it was that bad. Team. You said it was good. So, yeah. and, I, and a few other people commented, going, "Oh wow, yeah, you, it's an interesting, good team, you know." But it's just the way it goes. It's the way that the is, cookie crumbles. That is life in fantasy. But let's move away from fantasy for a little bit. But give me a bit of an overview of who Chris Mullen is. You know. Did you grow up your family, that kind of stuff? Yeah, well, look, I've um, I grew up in might shock of people, the Western Sydney. Uh, we were at Balcombe Hills for a long time, and then we moved to Melbourne because of my dad's work. And then we moved back when I was probably six to DY, and then we moved to our place in Wheel Heights, which my mother still lives to this day, in the family home. And then um, I attended St Luke's Grammar School, was where I met you. You're in the same year as my sister, and we've become very, we were very good friends and got on well because of our love of basketball and, and obviously now fantasy football. Um, you know, I love all sorts of sports. We've played basketball together for a very long time, which we still do now. Um, a lot older and decrepit, and you know, we still have many injuries. Um, and yeah, I've got two children. We're on holidays at the moment up in uh, Wanbrill. And still dedicating my time for this podcast for people like Jake not to watch. Yeah. You do have a wife as well. Um, yes, my first wife, Katrina, wherever she might be, she's out in the town. Um, I call her my first wife or my life partner because it annoys her. And that's what husbands do. So um, yeah, That's your job. That's my job. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can all say that you, you know how to produce a podcast quite well. You know, you've got good, Sometimes. good production much. skills. So. 
you know, what what do you do exactly for work? Tell the tell the people and uh, and how you got into it. What do I do? That's a good question. I do a lot of things. I, don't, I wouldn't narrow it down like I'm a cameraman or I, I'm very much a producer, so I do a lot of things. I dabble in a lot of things to make. I'm a bit of a gypsy. I was trying to, um, yeah, yeah. The bloody the peanut gallery here is giving me shit. I was trying. Mike was asking me actually what I do, and I was trying to explain to him. And then when I was actually Liam as well, I don't think I did a good job of explaining what I do. I just produce a lot of stuff, whether it's events or video or anything. You run a production company. Run a, got a production company which sponsors the only sponsor of this show, which is uh, Bleeding. Uh, we're in the red still, which is good. Hey, um, being in the red's good, yeah. When you when you're in the red. Yeah, d- d- depends on the tax man, Liam said. <laughs> but uh, so, so the company, your production company, Studio Three Eleven. Yeah. What, where did that name come from? Well, it's a fun. It's I don't know if it's funny, but I uh, when I bought my first apartment in Narrabeen, the unit number was three hundred and eleven, and Dipper Adam Dipper is a good friend of ours who plays basketball with us. We that when you walked into the front room, there was kind of this little. It was a weird setup. It was kind of meant to be like the dining room, but like a, and we turned it into an office and we called it our studio because he's a graphic designer. I'm a video, I was a video producer mainly at the time. And so we said, this is our studio. And then I think Studio 311 just evolved from that. And I've just sort of run with it. So it was either that or my previous name where I used to make surf videos with my friends called Troubled Youth Pictures, but I don't know how corporate and professional Troubled Youth Pictures is. Well, I like Studio 311. Stick with it. Um, so getting back to NFL, why the Lions? You know, do you want to give us a bit of a history of you and Michigan sports? Yes. So my mother is from uh, America and she's from Grand Rapids, Michigan. So it's not, it's probably an hour and a half or two hours or something from Detroit. And then obviously we, we'd go back every two years and spend time with the family. Uh, and my uncle and my cousins and their husbands would sort of drill in. It's very much... Where the state that you're born, that's who you go for, and then any family affiliated with you, that's who you go for. So that was very, it was drilled into me very early, especially the Pistons, who held a dear place in my heart. And then I think the Detroit Lions just sort of followed from that. Um, but I truly do love the Lions. You know, um, they're uh, they they're a beautiful team, even when they have been to Detroit. Sorry, you have been to Detroit, right? I have. Yeah, beautiful city. <laughs> it's um, look, it's on the way back up. And cheers to it. Well, in saying that, Michigan teams, uh, Wolverines or Spartans? Wolverines, yep. I think I I stated on the show the other week that Chase Winovich, who played for for Michigan, now plays for um, uh, Patriots. So I follow him. And and there was a doco on them on, uh, was it Netflix or Amazon or something, where they followed the Michigan uh, Wolverines, and it was a a good show. So. Yeah. All right. Well, so when did you make the move, the foray into fantasy football? Well, this is actually this is a good story because the first time I did fantasy football, it was through Jeremy. I think you might have set it up. I can't really remember, but it was when oh, I think it was probably six years, more than six years ago. Actually, I, I can't really tell off the top of my head, but. Jeremy reached out to me saying, do you want to join my league, blah, 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 and I did it. But he, Jeremy had this thing where, because he set the league up, we did the online draft, but he did the online draft for like 11 p.m. at night when with other people who were very new to it so he could get 
all the good players. So people would just set auto draft and he would just get all the good players. And like I had like Andy Dalton, AJ Green was probably my best two players. And I'm like, this is shit. And I remember I reached out to you a number of times for advice and it was woeful. And I just didn't enjoy it. But then joining the other league that you know, we, we've been affiliated with and then obviously, you know, doing the, doing the, being the auctioneer and then making the jump to any given Monday has been amazing. Um, and it's, you know, it's really good. Nice. Um, all right. So last off, well, tell us something that people wouldn't know about you. Oh, Christ. Um, I'm yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I can, and I can feel until you think of something. People, or maybe you could you could insert some like thinking like Jeopardy music or something. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know what people don't know about me. Um, well, Michael's just saying uh, I fly drones over people's houses and perv on them, and that's that's not a thing. I it was. I was checking out the neighbor's pool and what they were building and I managed to go to another guy's house in the street and take a photo. I was going to, I was going to land that he's, it's not important. Don't, don't come after me, Casa. Um, yeah, fuck. That's a really tough question. People don't know about me. Um, oh God, something lame. Like, you know, I'd rather spend time with my kids than go out and drink and, but that's, that could be a lie as well because I love hanging out and drink. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have an answer to that, Dill, to be honest. Right, we'll, we'll leave it there then. Good, good answer. Great interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a on the, that's a tough on-the-spot question. That is a tough on-the-spot. I yeah. should have prepped you earlier, yeah. but just to know it's well, live. Let me just put it back to you. What, what, do, what would people what – what, what was the question? <laughs> tell, tell people something they might not know about you. Yeah. Uh, my heritage is Dutch. I think people know that. You, do they? Yeah, because you talk about your – is it Omar? Yeah. Yeah, we talked you about that. I knew that. R.I.P. Omar. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, just, just something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking hard. It is hard. hard. hard That's question. what she said. Yeah. It's really hard. It's not... <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, moving on. Thank you for your interview, Christopher. Hey, thank you, buddy. And we'll just throw, the, <laughs> throw it back to me. Luckily... I'll throw I, it back to the host. Luckily... Take it away. Luckily, we've got... I've got final cut with every show that goes out, so... This yeah, we probably... just cut that last question right out. <laughs> so um, let's let's go to the socials now and check the banter. Um, is there anything? I mean, besides the garbage that went on about there, there was there's a, bit on, a bit on the banter this week. I think there's to yeah. talk about. Yeah, it's been um, a, it's been garbage. It, it, there's been some there's been some funny things in there. You know, it's been a lot of talk about the uh, the COVID affected games. Um, yeah, and, and just uh, just a quick shout out, uh, Trump. He's all good, good, yeah. good to heal, heal, brother. We're with yeah. you. Respect. <laughs> Mitch explaining diversifying, diversifying and mitigating risk. That was uh, that was pretty enjoyable. What the uh, fuck does that mean? <laughs> like Jake, uh, he, I think he was explaining to Laurie about. Uh, you know, going on the waiver wire and finding fill-ins for your Kansas City and New England players. Oh. Um, Jake dipping his toes back into the banter, um, except for his one comment that there was uh, no point of even playing this year. That was a that was a real uh, barn burner excitement machine comment. Do you think he's just d- totally disconnected 
being where he's living that he's just he's missing us because he fired up he fired up as well and that's the old jake that we yeah Yeah. firing up and stuff so yeah you know he did dip his toes back in so that's that's got to be something it's good um is two defenses hoarding well not when what's going on's happening like look i i could see both ways i don't think one team having two defenses is hoarding but I think if there's like six teams with two defenses, then it's kind of a little bit like that. So it's a bit of an iffy, iffy, murky situation. Yeah, but who the fuck cares? Like, I mean, I'm going to go and get fucking four <laughs> people, defenses. People, people looking for defenses care. Well, that's um, how you. That's how you trade. You got to trade right. and do that's well. Right. Um, Rex fucking fuckhead. That was uh. Another Mitch shout out to one of his favorite players, telling uh, Jake, Jake, to not worry about not having to play Rex fucking fucking. Um, Laurie taking uh, shots at Marsh for being a part time vegetarian. Yeah, that's weak. That's weak. <laughs> yeah, I'm a vegetarian except when I've had two beers and it's Friday night and I feel like a burger or I'm hungover or it's a weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they had a lot of salty Laurie today. Love it. Love it. If you lose, get salty. If you win, get snarky. You know, that's that's what we're all about. Do you have a so, message for Laurie that you want to just throw out there right now? Um, yeah, I love meat. I'm going to be eating a nice steak a little bit later tonight. Um, yeah, so you can just jam that meat right in your ring hole. Because it ain't going in your gob. No, a win's a win, bruh. Doesn't matter how many points I scored, a win's a win. You scored less. So there we go. That's uh, that's the bants for this week. That's amazing. And did we need to do any public service announcements? That's probably something we didn't chat about in our uh, pre uh, pre pod interview. Um, is there any public service announcements the commissioner needs to make in regards to COVID and all that garbage? Just so people. Oh look. You know, as as I did this week, I think we'll we're gonna you know kind of fly by the seat of our pants with all this COVID stuff, and we're gonna try to make it as fair as possible. We've extended the bench for this season only, so you know you can kind of plan a little bit for if teams do come down with COVID, and you know you have to take special bye weeks. But uh, we will we will play it play it as it lies. Is that something like that? But we'll take it as it comes yeah. and. Uh, and we'll make adjustments so that it's fair for everyone. Fantastic. Well, you heard it here from the commish. If you have complaints, fuck off. <laughs> I mean, shoot Dilla text. He'll be, he'll be happy. Yeah, put, than happy. put them in the complaints box. It's called yeah. the bin at your house. Very good. Well, um, I think that just leaves us with one other topic. Yes. Unless you got something else you want to add? Well, you know, we were talking about doing league socials. There's a, yeah, there's a few little shout-outs on there, which I'll throw out. looks like... Uh, Ryan's been enjoying a lovely getaway on the South Coast. Uh, I've uh, seen some videos of uh, you playing a bit of soccer in the backyard on the Central Coast. Sweating, uh, yes. Sweating. Mitch has been uh, taking the dog and the daughter for a swim in his pool. So, you know, that's, that's the gold that you get on our socials. In saying that, none of you guys actually posted those. They're all your wives. Yeah. What's, and what's Jake been up to? We don't know. Uh, Jake, reach posting, out to posting us. Posting photos What's of his daughter. Happening? His daughter's very cute. I know. Maybe he's just too consumed with his child, which I get. I think it's a beautiful thing. But, Jake, Possibly. we need some love. 
We need some we love. love. We need love too. We're only human. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that's the socials for this week. Very good. Well, um, I think we need to bring in our favorite music. So there's there's going to be two segments which we use that music for now. Um, the first will be uh, this week in any given Monday history. Go on. Before we get to everyone's Ooh. favorite segment. So this week in any given Monday history, as in week five, the week coming up. In 2016, Cav and Jez faced off. They were both struggling at the time and really needed a win. 30-point effort from Brady, 15 points from Matt Forte and 12 from Beckham saw Jeremy ahead by 3.46 at the end of Sunday Night Football. Cavs still had Cameron Braid for the Bucks the following day. Cameron Braid had not been playing very well. But in a Bucks win that day, Cameron Braid had 38 yards, so 3.8 points to give Cav the victory by 0.34 points. I can imagine Jeremy was absolutely tearing his hair out of that. I love that. <laughs> also this week, uh, last year, Cavs scored a mammoth 160.46 behind 42 from Aaron Jones to smoke Paul Graham by 83 points. You paying attention? No, no, I'm just doing a little social photo just so okay. people can see the setup here and um, the boys in the background. Nice to know. Nice to know you're listening. No, I, I love I guess you. Can, love you too. I guess you'll listen back later. You want to hit the hit the button again for our last segment of the night? Everyone has trades. 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 All right. You ready? Yep. Do you care? No, I'm listening. Okay. Going back to the year 2016. Now, this was the year I came oh so close. And I was defeated by Frank in the final by five points. Oh, that's going to hurt. So Frank won that year, and he made one move that entire year. In week eight, he traded Jordan Reed and Devontae Booker to Jake for Delaney Walker and Cameron Meredith. Now, Jordan Reed was the tight end four so far that season, and Devontae Booker was the RB 37, whereas Delaney Walker was the tight end five, and Cameron Meredith was the wide receiver 69. So it looked like Frank was getting a pretty raw end of the deal in that one, and, and Jake was getting a steal. However, for the rest of the season, Delaney Walker was the tight end four, and Jordan Reed was the tight end 10 whereas Cameron Meredith jumped way up to wide receiver 26, while Devontae Booker was running back 36 and basically didn't move. Wow. So if Frank never made that trade, for one, he wouldn't have made the final. And for two, if he had made the final, he definitely would have lost because in that week, Jordan Reed had a donor. <laughs> Cameron Meredith... Also had 19.5 on Frank's bench that week, so he could have won by even more. Um, while Devontae Booker had a meager five points in the final week for Jake. So that one move essentially for Delaney Walker won the season for Frank. And killed it for you. Yeah, killed it for me. Can you imagine if that, so trade, if that trade didn't happen, 
you would be a champion. I'd be wearing a red jacket right now. So depressing. Yeah. Anyway, that's everyone has trades for this week. Beautiful. That's. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to sleep well tonight, knowing that story that, yeah, that, you that potentially could have lost. Oh wait, I'll be fine because it's not me; it's you. But I'm on track for the uh, sacco. We don't have the sacco in this league. <sighs> I call it the sacco. It's Italy, still. I'm going to be a sack of shit, and I'm not going to. Oh, it's just. Oh, just thinking about what Graham wore. I just don't have to do that. I thought what he wore was great. No, better than, better than me wearing a dress from freaking. When Vinny's. you have when you have Graham's figure, sure, why not? Yeah, but that's fair. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's just let, we'll, let's just end this episode before we get all hard thinking about Graham's tight little body and you know gets weird. <laughs> I'm making it weird. I've been drinking too much. But uh, okay, well, you're gay when you've been drinking. Hello, what happened to us at three o'clock in the morning? At mo- anyway, we're not going to go that far. There was honking. I don't want to talk about it. But uh, next week, we're going to have the special co-host. Well, actually, the host. I'll just be the button pusher guy. Next um, week, I'm out. You're out. So um, enjoy week six off. Yeah. Or week five, rather. Oh. And uh, well, it's kind of week six of the show. But um, enjoy the, the week off and enjoy listening. And we'll let you know when it's live. Yeah, thank you. And uh, good luck this week. Hopefully, we uh, get through it. It does. Yeah. All right, brother. Take it easy, and I'll see you soon. See you later. Uh-huh.